Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. I am your host, Danny G, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Scotty, medium, hottie. What's going We're on, buddy? We're making the way up the list. <laughs> We're just slowly moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> and we are joined once again, second week in a row, by my boy Vance Wallace. Vance, what is going on? Hey. I I am good. Your your resident AEW shill is back. Um uh, yes. <laughs> God. I, and and well with good reason too, because a lot of has happened on AEW and a lot I want to talk about with so this is a good episode to do. Absolutely. We are jam-packed today. We had an amazing Royal Rumble. As always, I think WWE has done a fantastic job with the Royal Rumble. Um, we're going to look at some future outlooks after the Rumble. We have, you know, Elimination Chamber coming up as well. CM Punk's undefeated streak is Nomas. He lost last night to MJF. We're going to break that down. And... You know, towards the end of the show, we're going to see or we're going to talk about should Brian Danielson and John Moxley form an alliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, we'll get into it. Um. But you know, <laughs> before before we start the whole thing, and Scott, I was telling you off the, I was telling you before we started recording and everything in advance. I'm going to catch you up to everything. I had to cut somebody off to, uh, last weekend. Oh no! So I'm not a fan of people spoiling stuff course okay okay and i feel like an event like the royal rumble and everyone who knows me my friends group knows i'm the wrestling guy me too i have like a handful of people who watch wrestling and they come to me and they say oh did you see this did you see that they understand that at the pay-per-views don't bother me right so on saturday i i missed the royal rumble full disclosure Mm -hmm. i missed the rumble I was at a basketball game, and I turned off all my notifications and everything. And I had every intention of after the game on Saturday night, I was going to come home and watch it. So um, I did a great job. I did not know anything that was going on. Kyle had texted me, like, early on the pay-per-view. He said, holy shit. And I said, bro, I'm not watching right now. And he's like, you're not fucking watching. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm at a basketball game. But I, I'm going to jump on right when I, you know, right when I uh, when I get home. And he instantly knew. He stopped texting me. So I'm on my way home from the basketball game. I'm maybe 25, 30 minutes out. Then the, the show had just ended. I saw that it was, like, 11 o'clock my time. And I'm like, okay, the show, the show's probably at its end. So I know nothing. I did not know Ronda won. I did not know that Roman and Seth opened the show and Roman retained. I did not know that Bobby had won. Like I knew nothing. I have a, I have Snapchat streets with certain people. Scott's one of them. This girl, I have a Snapchat streak with. I did not know she watched wrestling or she barely watches or she only watches it during the shows. So she snaps me on my way home. And I thought maybe it was like a picture of her or whatever she was cooking or something. This girl sends me a Snapchat of Brock Lesnar pointing to the WrestleMania sign. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Before we get into anything else, before we get into anything else, can we just 
laugh at the fact that not once, but twice, when somebody pointed to the WrestleMania sign, it melted. <laughs> and that's how my heart was. That's how my heart. That's was. how my heart was. Because I did such a good job blocking everything. I didn't go on Facebook or Instagram because I can't block certain pages because I don't want to refile them all. And yeah. the way and the way my I guess you could say like habits are on Instagram and Facebook, they have filtered out that either something sports related comes up first or wrestling related comes up yep. first. Mm. I did such a good job. And it's such a good job. And I texted her back. I'm like, way to spoil it for me. I'm not home. And she saw my Snapchat story of me at the basketball game. I am clearly not watching the fucking show. Stop talking to her. And it was nothing like romantic or anything. This was just friends. Like we were just friends. Cut it off. Done. I I don't do that shit. I I didn't do that shit to people who didn't watch Spider-Man or, you know, Mm. shit like that. I don't do that stuff. I give you I give you around a two to three week buffer until yep, I can start talking about. Oh my lord! But yeah, no, I'm pissed. I was so pissed, and then I I go home. I watch the whole show. Granted, where Brock Lesnar came in, I could have sat here and predicted. Yeah, okay, there, there's there's the fucking winner. Oh, yeah. dude, I knew when it was counting down the thirty. I was like, oh, it's gonna hit that. It's gonna hit. I wouldn't have known though. Like I. I would, yeah, I really would have not have known if no one had said that to me. Dude, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, uh, but I mean, um, good on you. That just proves, you know, like it's wrestling before hoes, you know. Don't don't. I was like, dude, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, and like, I was just blown away. I'm like, I don't do that, especially during a major pay per view in the main event. Yeah. Like, like I understand that I'm the wrestling guy, and like. Even my brother knew. My brother texted me. He's like, did you watch the show yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, okay. He's like, then I'm not going to talk to you about it. Yeah. He sent me a Snapchat during the basketball game. I texted him. Is it about the show? And he's like, no. He's like, I took a picture of like one of Becky Lynch's entrance for her title match. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, that's actually a match I don't care about. So if you send me a picture of her holding up the belt... I understand. I knew that was going to happen. But anyway, off my tangent, um, I'll just walk right into my point then. Um, I thought the Royal Rumble was good. Uh, I, it is my favorite event of the year. So I go in with a lot of high hopes. Mm -hmm. Um, Vance, something you to know about me. I don't like a lot of things that WWE does, but the one thing I like is when something gets personal in wrestling and, Okay. Nothing was more personal when the Shields music hit mm-hmm. and Roman Reigns just looked around. I I, I marked out for a little bit because I love the Shields. Yeah. I loved it. I love that he came in in the attire. I love that he he ran with Seth Rollins as dressed as a Shield, but I'm also playing the Seth freaking Rollins character. I love yeah. it. I love the Jekyll and Hyde aspect of the whole thing. Um. I love that match. I really did. It was personal. Roman Reigns was not going to let go. He was going to make sure this man was passed out, sleeping, snoring, everything. And then, you know, the chair shot, the chair shot, chair shot. 
I'm like, I love it. Leave it all out there. And you still leave the book open for it to continue. Absolutely. Like, I love that. It's not done by any means. Mm-hmm. That that rivalry is not done. And I think that rivalry is going to last until these guys decide to hang up the boots. I don't think they're ever going to be in-ring friends. They're obviously outside of the ring, close friends. But in-ring, they're not going to be friends. Um, phenomenal. Um, the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, it is what it was. Uh, I did not expect Ronda to win. Um, Liv Morgan, to me, now has officially been buried by the WWE, even though she lasted about a half hour and change. She is officially buried. I did not expect Ronda to win. I feel like that was the wrong winner. Um, I feel like she pouted and cried her way to the win backstage. And it's obviously going to lead to her facing Charlotte because Charlotte has been wanting to feud with Ronda again. Mm-hmm. Leaked out online. And like I said, it's and like if you don't hear the excitement of my voice, it's because it wasn't an exciting match. Mm-hmm. It was just it is what it was. We uh, a lot of the surprises we kind of were already leaked. Um, I thought Kelly Kelly was the worst performance I've ever seen in my life in a Royal Rumble match. That that head scissors was the worst thing I've ever seen on, in a wrestling <laughs> ring. Like that was it was just abysmal. Like why would you do such a thing? Um. So that was it. Um, I will give Becky. I will spotlight this match very fast. Uh, Becky Lynch did a great job making Dewdrop look like a viable contender. You damn right. Becky Lynch did the professional job. I think she did a phenomenal job in that match. But um, this next match surprised me. It was Bobby and Brock? Mm. I did not expect Bobby to win that match. I really didn't. I went in thinking that Brock, that Brock was. Brock was going to win, and I don't know, like some way, shape, or form, we were going to have Brock versus Roman for a winner, a winner take all match. I really mm-hmm. thought that we're just we're, we're setting it up in some way, shape, or form because I've been calling for it, and Scott can hold me to it. I've been calling for it since like the end of December, walking into day one that they should unify these belts in a winner take all match. When Bobby won, I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I'm like, something is going to happen because either Brock is going to insert himself in a title match somewhere down the road leading into WrestleMania, or we just get Brock versus Roman at Mania, and that's it. Like that, that was just basically it. Hmm. <laughs> when Roman Reigns came out and put his hand out, and I'm like, I'm st- I'm watching the TV. I'm like, motherfucker. You son of a bitch. I'm like, this is genius at its finest right now. And mm-hmm. Paul hands over the belt and Roman does his thing and Paul turned on Brock. I was just like, like, my God, like this is pure genius. I loved it. That was just everything to me. And then, you know, obviously this past Monday night, Brock inserts himself in the elimination chamber, which I will I will say right now, I think Brock wins that match. <clears throat> and we're getting the winner take all at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. The, for the battle, the custody of Paul Heyman. Um, <laughs> and so we... That, a, ladder match, a ladder match for the custody of Paul Heyman. Basically, yes. Um, and then we go into the men's battle royal. I have a big problem with the men's battle royal. Oh, yeah? My big problem with the men's battle royal is 
WWE showed the lack of main event talent that they have in that match. There was maybe four or five people in that match that I could make a point to for them to win the Royal Rumble match. Mm. They showed their hand that we don't have enough talent, but we're just fielding 30 superstars and maybe four or five of them are good enough to win. Shane McMahon, you're not one of them. Oh, my God. Drop the damn ego. Like, the fact that you were in the final four, you should be blessed. You don't I, deserve I know, it. I know, I, know, I know I don't. I know you said no interruptions when you're talking, but when Shane, when I when I learned that Shane McMahon was behind the men's rumble and he inserted himself in, I was just like, that's the, I hate this company. <laughs> that was my Yeah, opinion. and I pray to God that he ends up at AEW because I'll laugh my ass off. Um. <laughs> But with Brock winning, it it makes sense as much as we, as much as it it was basically on a silver platter for us. Brock coming in at thirty, we knew. Shout out to the person who spoiled it for me. But I could have figured it out too when I sat down and watched when he came out at number thirty. It, you know, it is what it is. Um, the men's battle royal needs a it needs an overhaul. You can't just there was a lack of surprises, um, and it, it, the lack of talent in WWE really showed in that match. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Riddle was slated to win makes no sense to me whatsoever. No disrespect, no disrespect to Riddle at all makes no sense to me. There's no way that man right now is ready to be a WWE champion because we all know that the winner of the Rumble always wins at WrestleMania. Not necessarily true, but ninety-five percent of the time. Most of the time, yes. More, I more think than, more than not. And if he was supposed to lose that mania, if you're supposed to lose that mania, why the hell did you have him win the Royal Rumble in the first place? Kill time. Uh, um. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. If I had to give the pay per view a ranking, seven point five out of ten. Had its good spots. Had its bad spots. Um. I think the match of Roman Reigns and Seth really. Set the bar extremely high for that man for that show. Um, I think Dewdrop and Becky Lynch actually put on a very good match, very underrated performance. Uh, and you know that was pretty much it. It was not. It was like pay per view, nothing to write home about. But like I, I left content. So um, let's that's, see. That's about um, how I felt about it. I mean, yeah, I felt um, I'll show. let the guests go next. Vance, t- uh, okay. recap everything. Okay, where do I start? <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with the first match of the night. And this is how the succession of this night kind of went from It went from this is an amazing start, this is an amazing match. Why have that be the end? I get, I get story purposes and I get, and I get, continuing that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns rivalry, but it's a DQ win. It's that, like, at the end of the day, it's a DQ win, and it, and it doesn't... And, I, and quite honestly, I thought Seth should have won that match. I thought Seth should have been the one to take Roman Reigns down, take his title away from him, and leave the company. What My impression after that happened was they ruined Seth Rollins. They ruined Seth freaking Rollins. Like, like, because 
like I know y'all remember when Seth Rollins was first the Kingslayer beating Triple H at WrestleMania, and then he had all those battles with Brock Lesnar, and then he finally became the Beast Slayer, and it was just like you could have easily done Tribal Chief Slayer. Like he's he's a he could have just been the Slayer, but you wanted but Vince McMahon's boner for Roman Reigns is just too bricked up at this moment. Like, like it's like at some point somebody has to say Vince, it's enough with Roman Reigns. Like it's enough. Now, when it comes to the women's Royal Rumble, I predicted last week that Mickey James was going to be the only person coming through that forbidden door. And I would I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but at the same time, I was just like, I knew nobody else was coming in. I knew like I knew I like if I know how this company runs stuff like that, they're gonna find people that aren't with any other companies. They're not doing much right now. They're just kind of hanging out, they're still fit. And it was and I will say this, it was real nice to see Melina. It was real nice to see, like, all, like it was, like, Melina, Melina, oh, my God, looked like she could have just still been back in there doing this weekly. Um, it was nice to see Lita again. It was nice to see these people again. At the same time, I, I laughed out loud when Natalia was in the ring, and then it was a 3 to one and then Summer Rae came out, and then I think it was, like, I think it was, like, Corey Graves or somebody was just like, oh, you guys remember their rivalry back in the day? And I'm just like, I don't remember they had a rivalry. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> like, like they tried, they really tried to push on that. I'm just like, nope, no idea when that happened. But what I will say is, unlike you, Dan, I did not like the fact that, Ro- that Ronda Rousey won. I don't. Because it No, I didn't like that she won. Oh wait, I thought you I thought you did. No, I did not. I, I said she probably cried and powdered her way to win. Okay, I no, don't okay. agree with you. Yeah. I don't agree that she should have won. I think I still firmly believe Liv Morgan is the winner of that match. No, that if anything if anything, that should have been Liv Morgan's time. It should have been it should have been Liv Morgan's time or hell. Give it to Bianca Belair sure that she is a real iron woman. Like like, give it to Bianca, but like, cause, cause personally to me, like the way you had that personal feeling, cause, oh, by the way, the Seth Rollins with the shield entrance was the best in playing mind games with the, with an opponent. Like, oh, it was genius. Like, I was just like, that's a way to play mind games with somebody and you executed it perfectly. But, but, but when it comes to, when it came to Liv Morgan and like, it's just like Liv Morgan is right there, Naomi is right there, Bianca Belair is right there. All these amazing talents are right there, but yet you decide to go with somebody that you know brings in money for you. That's true, but no one cares about anymore. No, like, like no one like went like when Ronda came in. I was just like personally to me, I was just like, oh cool, Ronda Rousey, fantastic. Like and then it was just like, but but then everybody's like, oh my god, it's Ronda Rousey, and she's like, dude, after 
Like, I was just like, I can't respect Ronda after she got beat by, Nune- by Nunes. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't go into that. And But she's... I, I think Ronda is going to go to Mania and not face Charlotte, but face Becky Lynch. Because... If we remember, I think it was Becky Lynch who pinned her for her championship. To unify. To unify the championship. I think it was Becky to do that. So there could be a good story. There. <laughs> there could be a good story to tell with Becky and Rhonda saying, I want that win back. I, I should have won that fight and I want that back. Now on to uh, now the win- now the women's match between between Beck and Dewdrop I didn't necessarily care about but again Becky Lynch is a professional she'll make anybody look good in the ring and she made Dewdrop look amazing I thought and I thought and I think Dewdrop is a potentially a next big star I think she's on I think she may be like I don't want to say the next Nia Jax mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Jobber, jobber, jobber in two months. Wait, are you assuming Nia Jax was good? <laughs> I know you ain't. I know you ain't. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, the period of time where Nia Jax was at least entertaining and not injuring everybody. When was that? My hole. <laughs> Dance every time you come on the show. Now I'm just going. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> but, but, and I thought it was real funny when um they when they tried to get Nia Jax for the Rumble and she declined like like everyone like everyone's declining WWE now and that's a beautiful thing to see where it's like Vince can't get everybody anybody he wants anymore that's like the beauty that's like almost like Vince has to think outside of the box now when it comes to Brock versus Bobby. I wasn't expecting Bobby to win. I, w- I I wasn't expecting Bobby to win. I like that Bobby won. I I think that his WWE Championship reign was a little bit eh his the first time. So I think this is a good time to bring that back and like kind of restart it, restart that reign again. And but the, but again, the way they did it, I didn't like. I didn't like how. Roman Reigns came out and how it was another Paul Heyman heel turn or Paul Tame, Paul Heyman turn on Brock Lesnar and all of that. I didn't like I, I didn't like the non-clean ending. And I, I I personally didn't like that, but that's what it is. And I think what happens with Lashley is that he might just be either losing to Brock at Elimination Chamber, or he go, or he actually goes to WrestleMania, and I think he's gonna face Seth Rollins if he if he wins the Elimination Chamber. I think he faces Seth Rollins for the title at Mania. Now, when it comes to the the Men's Royal Rumble, when I tell you I had so much hope for the first two. Oh my god! Like when AJ Styles came out, I was like, "Cool, he's a great number one to come out." He did, he did the, he did the HBK pose, and I was just like, "Is he signifying that he's going to be the Iron Man of this match?" Because I would love that. I would love AJ Styles to be the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble. 
And then I was just like, okay, who's number two? And I got, I, I almost, I, I marked out when Shinsuke, when Shin, when it was Shinsuke at number two, because I was just like, this is the perfect way to start this. It was like, I was thinking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but Shinsuke and AJ Styles is like probably the next best thing. Now, and they ha- and they had a two, and those two had an incredible like back and forth. Like people came in and whatnot, and they got eliminated, and they still had their back and forth. And <laughs> I got I got weirdly emotional to the point of just like don't eliminate Shinsuke, don't eliminate ah oh, you damn it you eliminated Shinsuke. <laughs> and then I was just like okay AJ Styles is still in is still in there. I can believe AJ and you eliminated AJ Styles. Cool, 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 cool. And then I knew Sami Zayn was only going to be there to eliminate Johnny Knoxville. So that wasn't going to turn into anything. <laughs> Evan, the most disappointed I was, like the most disappointed and almost turning the TV off for me, I was when Kevin Owens entered the Rumble. He had, he, he survived. And then when Shane McMahon entered the Rumble, I was just like, Shane McMahon's not going to do anything. Shane McMahon's not going to do anything. He's going to get eliminated. And then I was just like, do not eliminate Kevin Owens. Don't you dare eliminate. You eliminate. Why? The- <laughs> like, it's almost, it's almost like Vince is saying, I don't care about any of these other people except for one guy. And on your point, Dan, about they don't have any main event talent, that's on themselves. Like, Vince McMahon did a fantastic job in not developing any more talent other than Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Like he, like if if <laughs> this is kind of a bad this is kind of a bad comparison, but if Vince McMahon is Joe Jackson, Roman Reigns is his Michael Jackson, and like everybody else is like Tito Jackson and like the rest of the Jackson Five in a sense. <laughs> Oh, I, like, I don't care about any of you guys. I just care about my main guy. And and then like when well, they expose themselves pretty bad in the rumble, you have to agree. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 but that's something I knew the whole time. Where it's just like Roman Reigns is facing Cesaro. Get Cesaro loses. Roman Reigns. Fa- I will never forgive them for this. Roman Reigns faces Demon Finn Balor. Demon Finn Balor has the worst, like, God-forgiven thing that ever happened to him at, at Extreme Rules, and he and like they kill his character. Don't don't even forget to mention that they vehemently killed Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt at the same time with Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think. They like they buried so many other main event people that they put themselves in a corner where it's just like no one else is believable enough to take that away from Roman Reigns. And quite honestly, I would have been okay with Riddle winning it. Like I would have been okay because it's just like it's a new face. It's a new face. It's it can be an underdog story. It can be that, but. But personally, I would have wanted Kevin Owens. I wanted I, I, I wanted Kevin Owens to win. I wanted Kevin Owens to go on face Lashley or Roman Reigns, but that obviously didn't happen. And then what else? What else? What else? 
that's pretty much it. Um, Scotty looks like he's itching at the. He's ready to go. Uh, I wouldn't really say. I wouldn't really say itching, man. I mean, I enjoyed the pay per view overall. I did. I thought it was very good. Roman versus Seth starting the show, I think, was a brilliant idea mm-hmm. because I wasn't expecting it. I really thought like maybe the women's match would kick it off at the women's Royal Rumble or even do drop versus Becky Lynch, but started off strong. The mockery of the shield music and everything I loved. I loved hearing the music. I did not expect him to come out in like full gear. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. He took his yeah. time to the ring too. Like I love that. Like he did not enter at the side. He entered at like the back side of the arena. When he did the barrel roll in, I yep. Was like, yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> cla- that one, that's classic Seth Rollins. Yep. I loved it, man. And so to see that again was really nice. I love the DQ finish. I didn't mind it because. Seth won, but you still, you know, you still know that Roman Reigns is like top dog is not going to yeah. fall to nobody. So overall that match, I was happy with it. What do you do with Seth Rollins now? Don't really know yet, but Seth being one of Vince's biggest stars, I highly doubt it'll be anything stupid. Uh, moving to the women's war rumble um, really quick. I just have to say a couple things. Uh, one Kyle Wright, fuck you for this. Um, <laughs> Because he texts me, like, right as this Royal Rumble started, he's like, man, Ronda's going to win. He's like, I got $25 on drafting on Ronda Rousey. Good for yeah. him for cashing in on that. I mean, good. No, you're right. Good for him. But fuck him. Because I was like, no. I was like, anybody but Ronda or Naomi. Like, I would take <laughs> anyone else. I don't care. Okay, really quick, though, to touch on uh, Molina. To see Molina back. For one, I was like, damn, she looks good. For two, I was like, I wonder if she's going to do the splits. I was like, are we going to see it? And when she did it, good God. Brother, that was a triple layer cake of an ass. (laughs) That thing had, I mean, bro. You could have hit that son of a bitch and a ripple tidal wave would have happened. Like, like, I don't know what she's been doing to work out and eat, but I mean, like, bravo. Bravo. Um. To see Mickey James come out with the Impact Knockouts Championship was cool as hell. Not only because of that, but she came out to her music. As yes, well. I was gonna say that. Like she I came love- out to her Impact music, and I was like, "Yo, I'm like WWE's really, they're really cool for that one, man." Because let's be honest, they could have made her come out to her theme for when she's in WWE, but they let the whole Impact gimmick run 100% and they didn't really make her look like stupid either like she stayed in there for quite a while right so and then you know Rhonda came out and I was pissed because I knew then so moving on press that we get to uh, uh Dewdrop versus Mickey James I'm gonna be honest with you I uh I went that, that was my make food match <laughs> but I mean, overall, I still went back and watched it later. Solid match. I don't. I don't care for Dewdrop at all. I could literally give a shit if she got fired tomorrow. I don't care. Yeah, it won't hurt me if the it won't it won't hurt me if the female Umaga got fired tomorrow. It's, exactly. And plus, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, don't be wrong. I know Mickey or uh, Becky Lynch is one of the best female athletes we have. This has been the most boring shit return I've ever seen of my life. She has done absolutely nothing exciting since returning and beating Bianca, which I was just proves I'm like, cool. That had nothing to do 
Like there was no reason. Squash Bianca too. There was no reason for that squash match then, because nothing has prevailed from this. That's 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 one of the many things I will not forgive WWE for. Yeah, I don't care about. It was so poorly done. I'm just happy the rest of that pay per view was good, but. Bobby versus Brock. For one, I love this whole rivalry because Brock Lesnar has talked for himself. And I don't know where the hell Brock Lesnar all of a sudden learned how to cut a promo. He's good. <laughs> but he's, he's like he's not, he's not like great, but he's damn good. And he's funny. He's a good, he's a good yeah. promo artist, but Paul Heyman is just such an amazing talker that you oh, don't yeah. But we're not getting like the, we're not getting the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. We're getting like this country version. It's, it's, he's at the tail end of his career, so it's like, yeah. do what you want to yeah. do, man. Just ha- just have fun with it now. Like you, you had you had your dominance in the early two thousands. You had some of your dominance in the twenty tens. You know you're older now. Like do like kind of like what Randy Orton's doing. Where Randy Orton is just there to a mentor, b just have fun. Like enjoy yeah. your last few years wrestling. Do what you want to do. Just have fun. Oh yeah, no, and and you clearly see that like he like he's he didn't you he used to never be like very nice to like uh, anyone like, <laughs> anyone yes but he used to be like very standoffish to fans and pictures about that but like I remember seeing like a TikTok and he was like like hugging the fans and like taking pictures with fans like he's having fun with this run now like. Yep. He doesn't but you like, have to do it. He is. Like, he but, made all the money he could possibly make, and he's just having fun now. Yeah. But the Bobby versus Brock match, I was happy with it. I did not expect Bobby to win. I didn't. But when I knew Bobby won, that was the moment I knew Brock was going to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> because like I said you know, in our last week's episode, I said Roman Reigns was going to be the one to enter the Royal Rumble and win. So when he won, I was like, oh, okay. But I was like, all right, I still got to see where Brock heads out. And once he lost, though, I knew. Mm-hmm. But moving on to that match, the, I, I do agree. It, they really showed the lackluster of superstars they have and the power they have. Because it was. It was just a bunch of just employed superstars, really, that were in this match. Now, don't get me wrong. I kind of liked it because people who do still work for the company got good TV time, you know? Yeah. I love the Knott'sville spot. It was hilarious. Um, I was really surprised, though. I was very surprised to not see people return in this match like it did in the women's match. Mm-hmm. But overall, man, when, when Lesnar's music hit, for one, I, I marked out. I don't care. I'm a, mar- I'm a Lesnar mark, and I just think he's badass. But I, uh, overall, man, I, I enjoyed the pay-per-view, but that's about as much as I can say about it. I'm kind of hopeful going to Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's about it, man. I mean, we got the Elimination Chamber coming up, which I think there's only two matches officially announced right now, which of course is the, uh, the shocker to me was the women raw women's championship match. Did you hear about this? It is Becky Lynch versus Lita for the Raw Women's Champion. Where the hell? Like why? 
It's I think I think it's a filler the, match. Yeah, I think the reason why they're doing that is so they can so they can officially say that um Becky Lynch has defeated a legend in her time. Ah, uh, that makes Who sense. Cares? It, it trust me. Vince. No, no one else cares, but when but when you write it in such a when when she's going to the Hall of Fame, when Becky Lynch goes to the Hall of Fame, they can put that as an accolade, as an accolade on her. Like, oh, I, I beat I beat a fifty-five year old woman to retain my belt. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point though, too. It's like if it was back in the day, it would have been impressive, you know. But nah. it's like now, back in the day, absolutely, yeah. Like prime 2000, 2001 Lita, hell yeah! It's like Congratulations. Roman. It's like Roman Reigns going, I got to, you know, I beat The Undertaker. It's like, cool. It's like Roman like, Reigns beating The Rock. I don't care if you do it. Yeah. It's, it's, the same, it's the same thing as Charlotte beating Trish Stratish. We all know. Exactly. We all knew that Charlotte was going to win. That match but- I, can give, I gave two shits about. <laughs> I, couldn't, I didn't care about it either. I'm not even going to lie. But, carry on. We got the... Uh, Elimination Chamber is our next pay-per-view, which is like two and a half weeks away already. Brock wins or we riot. Brock wins or we riot, basically. Um, but no. <laughs> we got a I think it's a decent matchup, but it's strange. Cause I mean, outside of Lesnar and Lashley, two ginormous men, you have Styles, Austin Theory, Seth Freaking Rollins, and Matt Riddle. It's like what a uh it's all the same size people, except Brock well, and Lashley. I think. Well, this is how I feel they do those types of matches. I think this is the same way they do, ladder, like their Money in the Bank matches, where it's two powerhouses to show that like aggressive, ruthless, like throw against a cage, throw on a ladder type of deal. And then they have all the smaller, athletic guys to show that like eye popping jaw-dropping, like, like death-defying feats. Like, AJ Styles could do a shooting star press off one of the cages, or Matt Riddle could do an RKO onto Brock Lesnar. Like, they wanted the more athletic guys so they can have athletic spots. I, uh, I, I agree with that, but here's the way I see this going for some reason. Either Lesnar or Lashley is going to start this elimination chamber. Yeah. And I feel like the he I feel like whichever one it is is going to beat the dog shit out of everyone else as they come out until they get down to Lashley or Lesnar. Like it's right. going to end with them too. And I think whoever just the first one in is going to destroy everybody else. Right. Like that that's my prediction for it. Because it makes you excited then going into WrestleMania season. Right. No, I get that. I, I get that. I get that. I, when it comes to the elimination chamber, I'm kind of already on the fence about watching it because it's in Saudi Arabia. And <laughs> I, yeah, I watch it at like 9am. Yeah. And 9am. And it's just like, and it's just like, I got work. I can't be excited at 9am like this. And then, and then it's just like I'm always I'm always like, skeeved out when they do anything in Saudi Arabia. Arabia, so it's just like I don't I don't need that with like 
They did one show, and I watched the one show, but then now they're continuing to do it, and it's just like y'all got to stop. <laughs> this is like oh, they have a they have a ten year contract with them. Did you not know that? Oh no, no. I went when I learned they had a ten year contract, and it was just like, oh my god, it's and not I bet, going away. I bet you, I bet you, on the last year of that contract, there's an option to extend. I hope there's God probably not. they're. Pro- I bet you the last year of that contract, they're hosting WrestleMania. I hope oh, to God, God. calling it right now. I can. Uh, I bet. I bet you that calling it right now. I that would probably happen too. Like, uh, I would hate that so much. Oh my God! But when it comes to the elimination chamber, I don't know who I want to win. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I like these. These are the people that. Vince McMahon is saying, yes, I want these guys to be main event stars. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Why? But then everybody knows who's going to, who's probably going to win because you inserted Brock Lesnar into it. Like, I say if you didn't insert Brock Lesnar and put somebody like a Randy Orton or like... Hell, maybe hell, even Otis. Just put Otis in there. Let him let him do something in there. <laughs> I know he's tag team champion, but let him let him cause some chaos. Like let him cause some chaos in there. Do do something other than Brock Lesnar. And then Yeah, and it's and if Brock does end up winning it, it's going to be a winner takes all. And that's I honestly like the idea of that because one thing I always criticize WWE on is that WWE has way too many titles and this could be a good time to condense a lot of their titles. Like I don't think anybody cares about like the brand split more because like they're just on, they're just like, I remember back in 2005, there was a big thing about the brand, brand split, but now people are just like, and eh, we know it's the same thing. Like, they don't, there's nothing different between SmackDown and Raw, so, it's, so it, there's no need for it. But they need to get rid of, like, a lot of their titles. Like, or at least, at, least, at least do something where it's not so many titles to be won. That's right. Um, I think the, one of the women's tag team titles needs to get out of there. There's there's a women's tag team title and an NXT women's tag team title that do the same thing basically. Forbidden. <laughs> All right, but let's um let's jump ship now because um we're gonna go straight into AEW and then we're gonna wrap up the show here. So last night MJF mm-hmm. and CM Punk finally went one on one, and it's been building up for a very very long time. And a lot of people after the match saying it was a classic and that it was a five-star match across the board and all this other good stuff. And I heavily disagree because I thought it was just, um, I thought it was just a regular, regular wrestling match. I thought it was, um, you know, heel versus a hometown guy, the heel wins in the most heel way possible, leaving the leaving you know leaving it still open to do more matches down the road. Like there's nothing 
special about that match. If anyone disagrees with me, please speak up now. I think the one I think the one thing they could have done, the one thing they could have done was they could have made Wardlow turn on MJF at that moment. If, like everybody is expecting Wardlow to turn on MJF because we all see how MJF is treating Wardlow. Like that is true. Like it's become it's becoming apparent to where it's like he needs to turn on. He needs to go out on his own. But and that could have been a moment to where it would have set up a match between MJF and Wardlow at Revolution to probably get out of his contract or or just have a match. Just have a match and have MJF beat Wardlow so he can have that I want I'd be a bigger guy than me moment. And I didn't care for the match so much. I didn't. I, I thought it was I thought it was an okay main event. Like I thought it I thought it was okay. I will say that this is perfect heat for MJF. If you want if you want M, if you want this guy to be a heel above heels, you you make him cheat in the hometown of the guy he is facing and and pin him and and beat him in a sense. You like that's that's almost perfect storytelling. Like, I know we've seen it with WWE a lot, where for some strange reason they will refuse to let their hometown wrestlers win in their hometown. But when it's like this, this makes it a lot more sense. Um, yeah, I, I just think this is all leading up towards an MJF uh, AEW title run where he beats. Probably Hangman or maybe Jungle Boy. I hope he gets a title run. I really do. He, he'll he'll get his title run. He'll get his title run. It, Gotti, what'd you think? It wasn't no damn five star match. I can just start right there. All right, it was a decent match, but no, anyone who says it's a five star match is a fucking punt deep throater. And he was just <laughs> like, "It's in Chicago. It's in Hunk. Shut the fuck up." It was a good match, but it was not five stars. I will say, I. I do. I applaud Punk for putting MJF over dirty in his hometown. Like, what a way to gain heat, like you said. Um, Really, other than that, that's about all I got. I don't fucking like Punk at this point anymore in his career. He was such a whiny bitch for seven years. I don't give a shit to give him another chance at this point. But he's feuding with somebody who I think is going to take AEW to, I'm not going to say a whole new level, but he's going to keep them fucking afloat for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I'm happy. I'm happy MJF went over. I'm very happy because that's exactly what needed to happen. So kudos, kudos to AEW. And and quite honestly, when it comes to Punk's undefeated record, I don't care. I didn't care. He, I don't care if he had an undefeated record or not. He is. I don't think he is in any position to challenge Hangman Page or Sammy Guevara. No the title i don't think like i don't think story-wise he's in any position to face either of them for the title i think at this point he is just the veteran wrestler there to push other stars to to push other stars beyond and that and that's a perfect role for him oh no i think he's gonna go after sammy next 
Oh, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> oh go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Dan. What? Oh, my God. Why does everyone need to go after Sammy Guevara? <laughs> Sorry, I'm very I'm, I'm very protective of Sammy because I think Sammy has the highest ceiling out of anyone not named MJF in AEW right now. No, I think him, let me, let I think him and MJF, him and MJF are going to be the top guys in AEW within, I, I hope by like end of this year that they're feuding like one-on-one, not like, you know, like when it was inner circle and the pinnacle. Oh shit. So I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm very protective of Sammy. I think, you know, I, I love that, you know, he won the ladder match. Um, and I just, I, I hope he has a long title. If he has a long title run and he loses to someone who I think makes sense to have that mid card title. Okay. So if he loses who, to a KG veteran for no freaking re- reason whatsoever, now I have a problem. So who who would you say would make sense? Who would who would be a person that makes sense for a TNT title? Yeah, I don't know yet. It, it, it has to be. You have to look at the opponents. Like, if I had a guess, I would say someone like a Dante Martin, Daniel Garcia, Darby Allen goes for the two time TNT champion. Mm. Um. You know, Trent from Best Friends, Orange Cassidy, you know, like some of those guys who are maybe about to ascend a little higher, but they need a belt to legitimize themselves a little bit more. That, that And I think that's what AEW is doing well, where it's just like these guys that never held belts before, that never held any type of championship that's never been a type of face before, they're giving – they're putting on great matches and then – after seeing those great matches, they're like, okay, I think it's time where you can be a face of the company and hold a title for us. And yeah. then and then they go on. Uh, they hold that, like, Darby Allen has this long title run. Miro has this long title run. And then Sammy Guevara has, is having this title run. And they're doing it in a sense. With Sammy Guevara, I love because I think, he, I think he's going to be an AEW champion with, like, I think 2024, probably. Like, 2024, I think he's going to be AEW champion. Okay. And him holding the AEW, I mean, him holding the TNT title, showing that he can hold a title and be entertaining like that, will show the higher-ups, like Tony Khan and all those other people, like, he can be the face of our company. Like, that, like, when once... Hangman is done. Once Cody is done, once all those other guys are done, he is next. Okay. He's all right. So, yeah. So, um, last thing before we say goodbye and Scotty drops some socials. Um, beginning of the show, uh, John Moxley, you know, finish off his match, and Brian Danielson comes into the ring. Brian Danielson offers basically for them to form a faction, where them two would mentor a young superstar of their choosing and obviously moxie didn't answer daniel Bryan or brian danielson you know was, you know waiting on the answer we know that outside of the ring these guys are very good friends their wives are good friends you know it makes sense on a personal level but do you think that maybe moxley should make a tiny little bit of a heel turn join brian danielson and see what happens vance go ahead no Absolutely not. Just explain. Just, just no. To see, <laughs> like, 
if if I could say no to anything else, it would be Shane McMahon joining AEW. But That'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious, but it would suck. But um, the reason why I don't want the reason why I don't want John Moxley and Dan- and Brian Danielson aligning with each other is because Brian Danielson is trying is trying to make it seem like John Moxley is too old and he should be teaching these younger guys. As and it's just like John Moxley is not you, dude. John Moxley is uh, is like he'll face anybody, anywhere, anytime. And then personally, to me, it's either Eddie Kingston or nobody. <laughs> like it's like fuck, fuck Eddie Kingston. <laughs> He's such an out of shape, whiny bitch. He, he is, but at the same time, but at the same time, like. If you think Danielson and Moxley are close, Kingston and Moxley are way closer. Like they know they go back. Yeah, like like they go they go way back, and and it's just uh, and I get what Brian Danielson was getting at. I do get it, and I do understand that. I do, and I do like what he was saying, but not with not with John Moxley. Let John Moxley. Do his thing. Let John Moxley have this like pseudo open challenge to where every anybody and anybody can come in. Let like let that happen. Don't you don't need to start another faction. Now, do I love factions? Yes, I want there to be a faction war. Quite honestly, I want. What? I want. Scotty loves his factions. Yeah, <laughs> there's two, not fourteen. Right, they have calmed down a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't want. I don't want every fact. I don't want like ninety different factions, but like, like five different factions, maybe. Like you have the Pinnacle, you have Inner Circle. I guess you have the family, the the night the Nightmare family. I'm not a hundred percent sure on who is in it or not. Um, yeah, you, the Elite. You have the Elite. And then I, I don't count the I don't count the factory as a faction because it's just a uh, wrestling uh, school. Yeah, like other than Anthony Agogo, I don't see anything else in those guys. But I I like a faction war to see who is the dominant. I like that part. We tried it and they couldn't figure it out with the pinnacle and um, inner circle. Unfortunately, yep. they tried it. It didn't work. I didn't like it. Um, but you know, unfortunate. That's poor booking for you. <laughs> yeah. um, Scotty, um, Scotty, you know you know the deal, pal. Drop them socials. Yeah. Well, y'all, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode, y'all. If you want to follow us on Facebook at the Right On Network, and then follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Right On SQC. Right On SQC. Right is spelled with a uh, W in front of it. Don't forget that. <laughs> but uh catch us here next week. We're gonna hope to God that something interesting happens this week in the world of wrestling, other yeah, than we Shane. We might hit a spell patch. Yeah, other than Shane McMahon being fired, I hope something else interesting happens. But uh I, when I saw that <laughs> I was I was laughing so hard when it was just like the first one was Shane McMahon was in charge of the Royal Rumble and added himself in. Cool. 
Shane McMahon is no longer with WWE. Wow, that was quick for them. Nobody's safe, man. Nobody's safe. And and I and I heard that like Shane McMahon was supposed to have a match with Bobby Lashley at Mania too. Okay. Like if you that guys want to see a live. You guys want to see a live murder. <laughs> live fucking snooze fest. <sighs> All right, uh, Scotty. Anything else thank to add? Again, very much, yeah. Thank y'all very much, Dan, for listening. Vance, thank you for joining us again, man. And, uh, oh, Dan Key, pleasure as always, buddy. Always, man. I love it. Every Thursday, I, I drive home listening to wrestling theme music, so you get me amped up. <laughs> yeah, you do it, baby. But, everybody, we will see y'all here next week. Until then, y'all be good. Adios. Good.